You are listening to Proof Text, a Glossa House podcast exploring scripture and all things related to it. New episodes are released daily. For more information, check out glossahouse.com and subscribe to our channels on Spotify and YouTube. Welcome and enjoy. Chérete pantes, egoimi iese, que tu toestin zon elenisti. Hello everyone, my name is Jesse Orloff and this is Living in Greek. Today, I wanted to take some time to walk you all through my path uh, to learning Greek. I'm going to dive into what I've done over the past few years and some of the tools that I've used. I'm going to try to hit them all uh, pretty quickly and then in future episodes, dive into some of those specific things more in detail. So uh, I want to start a little bit before I started learning Greek, though. Uh, I've always had an interest in theology, and uh, many years ago, I started listening to the Naked Bible podcast, which was hosted by the late Dr. Michael Heiser. Listening to that podcast really grew in me a love for biblical scholarship and um, a love to go deep into the biblical text and to learn as much as I could. So towards the end of 2020, um, I had I had this idea that I might want to go back to school and become a biblical scholar. I had spent the prior year spending a lot of time researching church history and theology, and uh, and I was a little bit scared, actually, about what it would mean for me to go back to school. Uh, that would be a, a change in careers, potentially. And uh, to be honest, I was a little bit afraid about what it would take to learn at that level. Again, it'd been a while since I've been in school and I wasn't particularly confident that I would have what it takes to be able to learn all that would be expected of me in, in you know, in a master's program or a, a PhD type program. But I had a friend at my work who had gone through seminary and who had mentioned before that he would be willing to teach me biblical Greek. And so I thought, well, what if I just dip my toes in the uh, going back to school experience and started by learning uh, a, a biblical language? I expected that in a master's or PhD program, I'd have to learn both Greek and Hebrew and potentially some other languages, depending on what I ended up studying. So I thought that this would be a good way to get my feet wet and to start learning, uh, to start learning something. So. Uh, at the beginning of 2021, we started uh, the basics of biblical Greek, uh, which is a well-known grammar by Bill Mounts. Uh, along with taking that class, it was really uh, my friend Tom and I, we were going through the book together and he was teaching me through each of those chapters. I also used a couple apps pretty heavily. I used uh, two apps in particular. I used Flash Greek and Parse Greek. These apps really helped me to take what I was learning in the classes with my friend and to uh, move them from more theoretical into something more concrete because they allowed me to keep drilling and drilling the, the forms and the vocabulary. And I found that to be really, really helpful. So throughout 2021, I was heavily invested in um in 
the Basics of Biblical Greek book, uh, the workbook, and these two apps. And uh, I was really loving learning the Greek language. So much so that somewhere, I think it was around August, uh, the opportunity came up for Tom and I to go to the Greek and Hebrew for Life conference in Louisville, Kentucky. And uh, we were nearly wrapped up uh, with the basics of biblical Greek, and we were already starting to talk about what continued Greek study should look like. That conference I found really fun. It was really great to get to meet other people who uh, had a love for the languages. And I also received a copy of Going Deeper with Biblical Greek by Kostenberger, Merkel, and Plummer. And so we decided, Tom and I, that we would go through that book as our intermediate grammar. We started that in around October. And uh, and there's one other thing that I wanted to call out, though, that came out of that conference before I get into my intermediate grammar. And that is that one of the talks that Tom had attended and he had recorded, and we listened to on our way, on our drive back to Nashville, where we live. And uh, in that talk, the the presenter suggested finding some amount of time during the day, and he suggested seven minutes, where you would read out loud and you would do that every single day. He suggested seven minutes because that was a number that was small enough that you would have very little excuse to not do it, but big enough that it could make an impact. He suggested reading out loud as well. So after getting back from that conference, I started that habit of reading seven minutes a day aloud in addition to you know, practicing flashcards and parsing in those apps. So we started going deeper. And uh, at the same time, we also picked up a, another, a couple of new students in our beginner class, and we started that beginner class over, only now I was helping out in the teaching. By the end of 2021, I realized that I loved Greek itself and not just as a means to some other degree. I knew at that point that I really wanted to focus in on continuing to grow in Greek. Uh, I wasn't sure yet whether I wanted to go to school and learn Greek pro uh, professionally or in an educational setting or not, but I knew that I wanted to continue growing in Greek. So this moves into 2022. Uh, in 2022, pretty early on in that year, we wrapped up our first pass through going deeper in biblical Greek. I was continuing my seven minutes a day habit, and I was continuing to push with uh, Flash Greek, my vocabulary down to, uh, I, th I think somewhere in the middle of, uh, I guess the first quarter or so of 2022, I had pushed my vocabulary down to a frequency of 10. So that means uh, every word that occurred in the New Testament 10 times or more, that's that's kind of the level that I pushed my vocabulary down. But about that time, I started realizing that I was doing a lot of, of flashcards, a lot of reviewing. And uh, at, at this point, it was starting to feel like it was going to get unsustainable to be able to keep growing my vocabulary and to maintain the vocabulary that I, I had learned so far. And I realized I needed a new system. And... I had heard a little bit about spaced repetition before that, but I hadn't really done much research. And so I finally, uh, I finally found the tool Anki, 
and learned a little bit more about spaced repetition. And I began using Anki back in about April of 2022. Uh, so Anki is really interesting. I kind of think of it like an engine. Um, I think any space repetition system could probably be described like this, but in my mind, it's, it's like an engine that you, you just keep feeding it and it will keep on running and keep on uh, driving you to where you want to go. And so uh, what you feed it with is you feed it with new words and the engine, uh, once it gets that word into the engine, it's responsible for telling you when you need to review that word so you don't forget it. And you just you just follow the the system and uh, you do it the way that it it asks you to do it, and it will keep your words, uh, the, the, your memory fresh, essentially. So when I started using Anki, I I spent a little while in the beginning, kind of getting all of the the words I had learned so far into that engine, kind of in bulk, um, and then from that point on, I started a a uh, taking in five new words a day, every day. I would also, uh, can, I started Anki with a shared deck that I found, um, on Anki's shared deck website. And, uh, and that, that got me really far. That kind of got me all of the, the words that were in the new Testament and some simple glosses for them. But I found pretty quickly that I wanted a little bit more than just that as I was learning. Uh, so I used some of my computer science skills, which I had developed. That's, that's the career that I, uh, I currently work in and I come from as computer science. And I was able to get some more data and, and kind of pull that into my Anki deck. Uh, specifically I pulled in things like principal parts and a, especially important was I was able to get a, a sample verse for every word in the new Testament. And I included that with my words. This allowed me at this point, I think my vocabulary was around a thousand words to start seeing that word in context the first time I saw it, which helped me to learn the word. So Anki was a tool that I began back in 2022 and I still use to this day. And I'll talk more about that in the future. But um, I also started teaching uh, intermediate to our student who we had begun in the previous year teaching beginner. And then we took on a new round of beginner students. Uh, one additional thing that I started in 2022 that has helped me to get to where I am now is much like I started that seven minutes a day reading habit, I decided that I wanted to start listening as well. I, I couldn't really make much of what I was listening at that point. And so I thought, well, if I just start listening every day in my car on my way to work, maybe, maybe that will build up and I'll, I'll, you know, help me to gain some more fluency. So I started that, I think, towards the uh, around September of 2022 and have, have been trying to keep that up since then. My goal for 2022, when I started 2022, was to get fluent, to be able to read without consulting a lexicon. And by the end of that year, while I hadn't quite made it to what I had envisioned that meant in my head, I had made a huge amount of progress, progress that I was really, really happy with and really proud of. And, uh, and it kind of put into perspective where I wanted to go with Greek, uh, in the years to come. So what about school? I, I mentioned that 
I started this process because I thought I might want to go back to school and become a biblical scholar. And by the end of my first year of studying Greek, I realized that whatever was the case, I wanted to study more Greek. Well, by the end of 2022, I think I had, I had decided that I didn't really feel like I needed to go back to school to advance my Greek in the way that I wanted to, or even to contribute uh, to the church or to the Greek community. I just needed a plan and I needed to build some strong habits. So going into 2023, my goals had shifted from anything that has to do with school and focus and shifted more to a focus on getting to a level of fluency in Greek that I was happy with and to start contributing more and more to the church and to the Greek community. By the end of 2023, or at the beginning of 2023, I had hoped that by the end of 2023, that I would be able to understand Greek fluently by listening and that I'd be able to speak fluently. Um, you know, I'll talk about where I got to by the end of 2023 in a minute, but the things that I started doing in order to accomplish that goal uh, began early in that year uh, and really focused on listening and speaking more. I discovered, I don't remember where or how, maybe in uh, a Greek group on Facebook or just by browsing the internet, but I discovered the websites Omilene and Omilene Elenisti. Uh, those are two websites that are created by uh, Dr. Jordash Kifiak. And I was really excited when I found those because he was pushing into living language and he had classes that were entirely in Greek. So looking at his website, I found his, uh, his uh, second John epistle class and his Philemon class. And I started doing those classes, but I wanted to challenge myself to do them in a certain way. I'm not exactly sure. Um, you know, I don't know how he expects people to go through them, but one of my goals was that I would listen until I understood and I would, I wouldn't read until I had figured out what I was listening to. Uh, if there, you know, if I, if I came to a, a word or a phrase that I couldn't understand after uh, several attempts, I would be able to consult the text that he had in his classes. But for the most part, I, I was able to listen and gain comprehension of um, each of the, the words that he introduced in his lexicon or, and to each of the, you know, the, the sessions or the segments that he had in his classes. So with Jordash's classes, I grew a lot. Um, I, I really loved what I learned in those classes. And I started taking all the audio that, that I had uh, heard from Jordash's classes and adding them into my morning audio rotation and adding them into some Anki decks. Uh, one other thing that Jordash's work introduced me to was praying in Greek. It wasn't something I had tried before, but in each of his classes, he includes some prayers in Greek. And that kind of tipped me off that, oh, I could, I can start praying in Greek, uh, even if I don't get it right, or if I don't um, say all the words right. And, and, you know, that's a wonderful way to start increasing your, my output. And, um, you know, I can do that without worrying about, 
other people hearing me and me getting it wrong. You know, in that situation, it's just me and God and God knows what I'm thinking or what I'm trying to say anyways. Additionally, uh, we began a new class at my work and we were still going to use uh, the basics of biblical Greek by mounts, but I was getting more and more comfortable with Greek in a living language setting. And I wanted to start experimenting with teaching in a living language style. So in those classes, we started taking the first uh, 15 minutes or so of each of the classes in the beginning of 2023 and uh, trying to do some living language teaching as well. This looked like me taking little, all of my kids' little, um, you know, little farm animal figurines and talking about, you know, uh, cows and, and sheep and, and donkeys and, and all of that in the language. And that was fun. Uh, but it still felt, uh, still felt really difficult at that point. And I wasn't sure, like, we didn't know what the curriculum should be in a living language style. But towards the end of 2023, I think somewhere uh, in the beginning of September, I ran into a new book, a new grammar called uh, Speaking Ancient Greek as a Living Language by Christoph Rico, which was published by the Polis Institute. And this was an answered prayer. This book is a complete immersion style Greek grammar that assumes, uh, you know, it kind of assumes that you're going to have a, a teacher in a class setting, but it does kind of provide some opportunities to do it independently. Um, but it gives a framework, kind of a pathway, a, a curriculum or a syllabus almost, almost of how you can start teaching Greek as a living language. So for the past three months, I have been head first in speaking ancient Greek as a living language, and it's been growing me a lot. Um, most, of the, most of the vocabulary I already know from my other studies, but going through the exercises on my own has really helped me to help me to start using Greek as a living language. So that brings me to, you know, right now we're at the beginning of 2024. We just wrapped up 2023 and similar to 2022, I didn't quite achieve the goals uh, in the way that I had envisioned them, but I had made huge progress. Uh, a lot of Greek audio I can now listen to fluently and Greek audio that I, I don't know a lot of vocabulary to, or I I haven't really encountered before. I can get the general gist of what I'm listening to most of the time. And my speaking capabilities are, you know, they're still rough a lot of the time, but I can now have very, very simple Greek conversations. Uh, I can pray very basic prayers in Greek, and I'm continuing to grow that. So that brings me now to today, to the present. And, uh, I want to talk a little bit about what I'm looking forward to and where I hope to go. So this year, we're going to begin a new round of beginner students at my work. Only this time, we're going to use uh, speaking ancient Greek as a living language. We're going to do a three-month experiment with it just to see how pushing into that book, how it goes, and and what it's going to take. I don't know where that's going to go long term. Uh, I don't expect to get through the full book. I expect maybe we'll get through, you know, eight to 
eight to 10 chapters if we make good time in the time that we have. Uh, my goal for this year is I want to get, I want to actually get to speaking, uh, to a level of speaking fluency or capability where I can carry more complex sentences. I also want to find new ways to contribute. You know, we we're starting this podcast, uh, or my contribution to the proof text podcast early in 2024. And I hope to contribute more there. I'm also trying to record more scripture and to share that out as well. My dream is to be a fluent ancient Greek speaker one day, but I also want to be a part of a, an ongoing living Greek immersion curriculum or, uh, or, program or something in, um, in my local area. I want to be able to help grow people using living Greek, uh, in an ongoing basis. I don't know if that will, you know, ever get to a place where it replaces my, my current job or not. I'm not expecting that, but, um, but still my goal is to have something like that close to me in, in America where, uh, in the you know, United States of America, where people can come and learn in an immersion, immersion environment. So I mentioned a bunch of tools. This episode is already going really long, so I'm going to cut it there. Uh, I hope to cover many of those tools in more detail in the future. I'll probably talk about a lot of those books that, that I mentioned and um, about how I use Anki in more detail. But for now, that's my story that brings me to now how did how I learned Greek uh, without going to school and how I continue how I plan to continue growing myself in the future. So thank you for your time. I hope that was helpful and I'll see you next time. Interested in growing your ancient language skills but not sure where to start? Glow's House can help. From illustrated readers and short stories to lexicons and grammars, Glossa House offers a variety of resources for beginning, intermediate, and experienced ancient language learners. Head to glossahouse.com today. Glossa House, language resources for the global community.